Yeah, give it a little lead in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 12 of the 2 Plus Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Larpenter, joined here by... Jacob Williams. Filling in today for Jacob Williams. Absolutely. Is this episode 11 or is this episode 12? I genuinely don't remember. I was going to ask if you knew for sure. I don't either. This is, welcome to the second annual podcast extravaganza. Yes, yes. It's, it is only annual, and we will continue to do it annually until time immemorial. Yeah, um, before we start, I do want to play... We've got, you know, we've got this intro music we play every time, royalty yes. free. Yes. But the other day, I was thinking about the podcast while I was driving, and uh, oh. I was like, I recorded a little bit of an intro song. Um. January 29th, apparently. Oh, okay. So, so I'm gonna see if I can ago. play it here for sure. you, and s- get your thoughts on it. Okay. So this is a, this is a new audio file that you found. This is something you want to use to replace it, or yes. Well, I mean, you'll see, you'll see, sure. and then and then I'll get your feedback on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because it might be the best song you've ever heard in your life. Okay. Oh, and I'm gonna hope it. I'm hope it plays on the podcast, sure. or other, otherwise I'm gonna have to edit it in. All right, ready? The best. Okay. I want to film a podcast with my friend. Oh yes, I want to film a podcast with my friend again. I even wrote this intro song and no, it will not take too long. Actually, right now it is the end. <laughs> so, do you think that's worthy of replacing? The- so, I think what we should do, right is we should edit that to right. where it fits with the cadence of our current. And it's the vocal overlay for really? a royalty-free intro. Because I was thinking it was it was it's upbeat like carnival music, right? Yeah, yes, and it yeah. really captures the mood this podcast it, provides. It, it, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really captured the essence. Yeah, and that was the fir- the first thing on my list of podcast stuff was like show show Jacob the podcast song that I made in voice memos. <laughs> I think that's a good choice. I think that's a good a good way to lead in. We can ask for some audience feedback. Our Mantanian fan might have some feedback he wants to give us. So yeah, yeah. So um, what uh, what have you been doing lately, Jacob? What you up to? How's your life going? Uh, are you talking about like immediately recently, or just what I've been up to over the past year? Um, or and so? over the past, what has it been? Three, four years since the last episode. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Uh, I will say, the main thing I think I've been doing that I haven't been doing, uh, at least in the past since the last time we recorded this podcast, is I am now a member of the LSU sales team. I have renounced my powerlifting background. Um, I had to leave that team. It was a pretty big deal. I had a, I had some lower back stuff that came back up from high school. I was dealing with some of those prior injuries, and so I had to give it up. I was voted, uh, nominated, and won uh, men's team captain. So I was men's team captain for about three months before I had to step down uh, because of an injury. So I wasn't able to participate with the team this year. However, immediately after leaving the powerlifting team, I joined the sales team at LSU and became a full-fledged member of that organization. So now that's what I'm doing. Uh, we've recently had two competitions so far, and we can kind of get into that later. But uh, what else uh, What else you got on the agenda? Yeah, as someone who, has, uh, who does not know much about the LSU sales team, right? Sure. What are you selling? That is an excellent question. Are you asking about the product or just the... Yeah, like what are you selling as part of the sales team? Like what is it? Essentially, there's a corporate sponsor for the organization. It's NCSC, National Collegiate Sales Competition. They host a ton of sales competitions across uh, just colleges in the U.S. And the main corporate sponsor is Gartner, if you've heard of Gartner. It's a research and advisory firm. It's essentially a gigantic database. 43% of their customers are Fortune 500 companies. So they're, they're pretty in it. 
Um, but they have a ton of research available for things like cloud migrations and different, like how you're going to change uh, if you have a massive system to implement. Like if you're, uh, for example, this is something my sales professor told me. He's like, if you're trying to move plant services from like an on-house server to the cloud or something like that, um, you would be you would want to use Gartner for some of that advice on like how to actually migrate platforms, things to that effect. So that's kind of the whole deal is they have research, they have analyst inquiry, they have um, conferences that they host all around the world. And you're selling what is called Gartner for high tech leaders is the package there. It's a new package they're offering. It's essentially you go to like startup tech companies and you pitch to their CEOs, their CMOs, their CPOs, and you're like, I need you or like you should buy this because it will benefit you in your competitiveness. It will help you with any transitions you're trying to make as far as business model, anything like that. So they're the main sponsor. That's the product we're selling for every competition this entire year is that wow. one thing. Yeah. And what do you get graded on at these competitions? It is a pretty fat rubric, actually, and it depends on the competition, which ones. Uh, we just did one at Nichols, actually. It was uh, LSU. The, the Harvard of the South. The Harvard, Harvard on the, the Bayou, as they Harvard, say. The Harvard on the Bayou. Harvard on the Bayou, as they yes, say. Yes, yes. Uh, we actually just did one at Bayou. It was LSU, Southeastern, Nichols, FSU, Northern Georgia, and Southern Mississippi. Um, so a good few com uh, colleges came to that competition. It's a pretty big deal as far as like our locale goes. Um, but you get graded on your rapport building, your introduction. Like, can I ask, can I take a seat? Like, how are you doing today? Going through your whole rapport building before you actually get into it. Then you're graded on your knowledge of the product, actually presenting it to the, the buyer who is a professional sales associate. People that do this for a living are grading you based on your performance on certain metrics. So it's like how well you know the product, how well you're able to connect their needs to the product, how much they need it, why they need it, how this. And so they're given like a cue card with a bunch of information on what their buyer, their role playing as needs for the company that they're, they quote unquote own like stream team, for example, made up company based on a real company called Streamyard. So we're selling it to stream team. Um, and that's kind of the whole deal is you're selling to these startups and you have to sell to professional sales associates in a role play setting. So do you have meetings and stuff too for this? Yes. So uh, would you, would you say you watch Wolf of Wall Street at every meeting or at every other meeting with the sales team? Twice a meeting. Twice I a meeting. Say, okay. Yeah. Back to back. Uh, and we kind of just have to have our conversations on it at the same time. Right. Yeah. But the second time you watch it, you're watching it at half speed in case you missed anything the first time you watched it, right? Yes, exactly. Just to make sure you're not make, missing any in minute details. Right. It's pretty important. I mean, it's a masterpiece, right? It is. It's, it like, is. it's like the Bible of sales. Can um, I let you in on a little secret? Uh-huh. I've never seen it. <laughs> I wish I wish podcast <laughs> listeners could see my face through that as I process that information because that was like... Yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. I have not. You should. It's a good movie. It's It's got the same problem as American Psycho, though, where a lot of people don't get the message. That's fair. Um, so like, there's people that worship this movie, and they want to be just like Jordan Belfort. And like the whole point of the movie is that you shouldn't want to be like Jordan Belfort, and they kind of right. miss that. Yeah. But it is a good movie to see at least once. It's not, it's not like a rewatch every year type of movie. Well, it's rewatched twice a meeting. Type twice a meeting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's why I'm shocked. I guess you just leave the meetings early or something. Yeah, yeah. most of the time. Um, <laughs> but, but it is a good movie. It's good to see at least once. Okay. Um, yeah, I need to check that out. Leonardo DiCaprio, great. Right. Margot Robbie, great. Yep. Um, Jonah Hill, great. That's, That's one thing. I'm just bad at watching movies. I'm so behind on everything well, typically good. Typically, you just sit there and keep your eyes open is how you watch a movie. So really? I don't know how you fail at that, at mm. watching movies. I don't know. You'd have to learn. Uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty difficult. I mean, I it takes talent. I mean, 
Well, I guess that that jungle you you raised yourself in around wolves. They didn't have <laughs> movies, did they? <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. They uh, they did not have the silver screen in yeah. the under the rock that I lived. For. No, they only had the small screen television, yes. live live and in color, twenty four hours. It's a CRT. It's yeah. a CRT. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you did touch on something that's on my list of podcast topics. Okay. To let to kind of. Give a peek behind the curtain to the listeners. We do prepare topics ahead of time for these things. On occasion, and um, I'm pretty bad about it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I prepare topics. Yes. And I wanted to talk about powerlifting, because okay. I, I knew you were no longer on the team. Yes. I heard you stepped down some sort of controversy or, yes. or scandal, yep. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. wasn't sure on the, I wasn't clear on the details. Um, Painting me in a bad light. But, but I did want to say <laughs> that... Uh, it raised the question again because I think the last time we were on the podcast, you had just joined the powerlifting team. <laughs> so I think that is true. <laughs> so I wanted to bookend it with the exact same question again, but flipped, sure. which is, am I the jock of the group again of the podcast now that you're not oh, in powerlifting? Oh, no. Uh, Since I am in golf club and you are yeah. you are no longer in powerlifting, am I the jock of the group again? I think you've taken over. Yeah. It's, I've, uh, I haven't worked out uh, in a, quite a while. Uh, it's been... I worked out, I think, once in the last three weeks because I've been busy with sales team stuff. So I think, yeah, you've you've kind of taken out. You've leapfrogged ABC, me back. always be selling. You yeah. can't you can't be caught up in all this nonsense. That's exactly working right. Out. But I, I don't work out since uh, since like sophomore year. I haven't had time to. Yeah, and well, I really I want to get into it in like say. the next month or two. But there you go. Because because I've re- I missed it so much. I miss. Dude, my legs are so small now. I hate it's so <laughs> aggravating. It's so okay. Moving on. <laughs> I, I just wanted to firmly establish that I'm the jock of the group again. Yes. I felt bad when I wasn't. You've taken the reins. I've taken the reins back because I, I yeah there was something what was that like embezzling or something? It was some controversy. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, that it was like, laundering. Yeah, it was like what they call it, like team, teapot dome or something was what they called the name of your scandal <laughs> when you took that. <laughs> that's like that's a deep cut history. Reference, uh, unfortunately, but. <laughs> I don't think I get that one. <laughs> that one's that one's for the that one's for the listeners. Uh, well, Maddie is a history major, so if she listens to this. That one was for you, Maddie. Teapot okay. Dome scandal, pulling oh, that perfect. back. Or I mean, we can go back even further and tie it in the last podcast episode and do petticoat affair, oh. which was Andrew Jackson's scandal to bring yes. Andrew Jackson into a third episode of the podcast unnecessarily. Yes, that's perfect. Um, yeah, I also I wanted talking about powerlifting. I did sure. want to mention that I know Jackson now, and you know Jackson, Jackson Morris. I don't know his last the name. The engineer, so. blonde, so. long hair, band, yeah. three yeah. hot guys. He was on a huh. He's in a band called Three High Guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he was powerlifting, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, um, I know. He's actually now. the secretary for the team right now. When we Ooh. went through uh, re-elections for all of our stuff, a lot of us got changed up, and uh, he made secretary for the team. And a complete and total freak accident because somebody, Peter, who's a member of the team, was jokingly throwing out a name for people to be nominated every single time we had an election, <laughs> and so he would just throw a random name in the list. And most of the time, you're not qualified for it, right? It's like people don't have faith that you're part of the team. So it was struck down by the current president and the the team coach. But we had one that actually went through was Peter nominated Jackson. He goes, Jackson. And everybody else is like, hmm. And he won. He beat the current secretary (laughs) up for that position on a random nomination. (laughs) So, yeah, he is now our secretary for the team. Uh, That's that's so funny. It's It's pretty great. I have I have ethics with him now too. Really, he's, he's always sitting up here. If you what ever is want to engineering stop by. ethics? I've we don't been take to engineering ethics. Phrase. Okay, we so just take we just take philosophy twenty twenty just at general ethics for what? Because they used to teach engineering ethics, and then they re- they like it got too expensive to have dedicated teachers for it. I think mm. so now like all engineers just take regular philosophy ethics. Okay, and why? 
because they don't want us uh, purposefully building bridges that'll break in order for to get insurance payouts and like they want oh, you to be ethical in engineering. I don't know? think that's going to stop those people. Well, like it's also <laughs> like I talked about. You know, this ties in greatly. So I've been on the. I've been on like the talk show circuit lately for sure. the podcast, right? Yes. And by that I mean I was on a friend of mine, Colin Raby's show on KLSU ninety one point one. Okay. Uh called Campus Connections, where he's been interviewing people around campus. And mm-hmm. I made a couple of appearances. The first one's out already. Yes. And uh in the second or third one, I actually talk about engineering ethics because I gave a presentation on engineering ethics. Really? Uh to Go Engineering last year. Okay. I also gave one on internships and co ops. Would you like that. to give it now? I don't have the PowerPoint. I don't have it memorized. <laughs> but I talked on that show in detail about like the stuff that goes into engineering ethics. So if you're interested, you should tune in to uh, Campus Connections because I talk about that exact topic. Okay. But uh, yeah, engineering ethics—they want you to—they—they they, they always kind of teach it poorly when it's like the when you're trying to teach it fresh. When someone's like, "Hey, here, make an engineering ethics presentation." Right. They always want to talk about like Challenger and the stuff that went wrong with Challenger and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And engineering ethics is to me like much much smaller than that. Like it's every decision you make is influenced right. by engineering ethics. And you, it's really just about considering who's affected by every decision you make. Can a lot of people get ignored or left out into the decision-making process? And as an engineer, it's kind of your responsibility to try to make sure their needs and concerns are included. Yeah, for um, sure. So, yeah, that's uh, just a, a quick overview on engineering ethics. If you're really interested in wanting to know more about engineering ethics, uh, I do talk about it really in-depth on Campus Connections with Colin okay. Raby. Uh, yeah, I'll go check it out. In one of the future episodes. It's not out yet. Sure, one of the sure. future episodes. Okay, cool. Well, I, was out, I was out there promoting the podcast, too. So if anyone's listening, oh, there you go <laughs> from from, from uh, Colin Raby's show. Thanks for joining us. Um, I hope you haven't left yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hope hope you're still around. We probably lost them at the, at the voice memo at the beginning. <laughs> it's probably where well, we lost a lot of people. If, if we lost anybody, it's probably from there. That's yeah, fair. that's true. I mean, if we lost anybody, we, I mean, we only had one person to start with, so and we'd ne- we'd never lose that's a monthly listener. No, we, it's impossible. Um, I do have an update though. Oh, so, remember interesting. The okay. first episode of this podcast. Do you remember what we did? Uh, there was a game that we played at the end, I think. We we did impressions. Yes. And I've got sad news. Very oh, sad news. no. I can no longer do my Obama impression. Uh-oh. Yeah, for... Mm, why? I, I So my friend Jill is on the volleyball team. Mm-hmm. And at her final like senior night home game, yes. I was cheering really, really loud. Mm-hmm. And I think permanently damaged my voice. Uh-oh. And can no longer do the Obama impression oh, the way no. that I could before. Oh, and no. it has saddened me greatly. That's unfortunate. Um, so that one's off the books. It's gone. Yeah. Hmm. And it's, Bill Clinton's still there. Bill Clinton got better from oh, the way my voice got damaged. Good, good. But, but Obama is sadly being sunset. But that ties in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All these topics are so, they flow so good. They're not good. in this order. So I have to keep remembering <laughs> that they're also on the list when something else pulls them in. Yes, yes. Um, both speaking of previous podcast episodes, we're going to talk about that okay. later in a bit. Okay, But uh, so don't let me forget that. Sure. But have you seen this new trend of presidents gaming on TikTok? Dude. It's so AI, good. Dude, the AI president's voice the one there's one that has joe rogan jordan peterson obama joe biden donald trump and i i think gary v made an appearance no it was elon musk made an appearance (laughs) it was all of them on a minecraft server yeah the the minecraft ones are so they're the best I've got I've got several I need to send you later because they are so good. They're just so funny. There's 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 some that are like serious now, where like uh, Trump tried to grief Biden's little hut, so then Biden gets back at him by blowing up his mansion <laughs> in the second part, and Obama helps him, and uh, and Ben Shapiro's helping, and then Ben Shapiro rats him out when Trump comes back angry, and it's like a whole thing. like it's the, it's so good. It's the best thing ever. I'm so glad it's I need to so find this funny. AI website because I want to make them because it's so exactly. Good. It is so good. It I want ChatGPT to write me a script for this, and then I want to put you that all through the anything. AI. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, listen, on my on my episode with Colin, I talk a lot about 
ChatGPT. Really? And the AI stuff. I haven't used it. I have. It's really good. It, I haven't used it for anything serious. Like I just, well, I just sure. joked around with it. It's really good. Hmm. Well, I was gonna know, say because I had a I had a buddy suggest it to me. He said it's really like you you have to give it so little information for it to spit out such good product is just insane. It's actually the opposite where it's you have to be careful. You have to know its limitations. Well, for sure. Because you can. It's very very general in what it talks about. Mm. So you have to know that ahead of time. Sure. Because it's not the sort of thing like there's kids now they're like copy and pasting ChatGPT answers into like essays and stuff. Right. Right. And it's like you gotta you gotta spruce up what it gives. Out. like you can't it's a good starting point but it's very very general it's super rough it's very rough and uh they're coming out with software to detect like ai generated stuff yes now. yep um yeah i've seen some but I've the, seen more, some. the much more fun one is bing's ai have you heard about bing's ai i didn't know bing still existed i know and for the first time in ever they're exciting what excite like actually yes oh so I'm going to do the super bridge because I did talk about this for like an hour on college so. <laughs> excellent okay um, okay uh <laughs> double plug double plug um it's so ChatGPT is based on an open AI software for AI that's like version 3.5, right? Okay. And the whole story was they were working on 4.0 that's going to come out soon. Mm. And they got scared that other people were going to beat them to market. So they like spruced up version 3 and pushed it out as version 3.5 back in November. Sure. And version 4 is coming out sometime like the beginning half of this year. Okay. And they say version 4 is so much more advanced than version 3.5. Really? It's going to be crazy. Yeah. But um, we, we have is 3.5. And if you ask OpenAI any questions like ChatGPT, it's super, super restrictive right right you're like how do you feel about this it's like and it's like as a auto-generated ai tech spot i do not have feelings so unfortunately i cannot answer your question right <laughs> like are, it's like are you better than google as a, i can't express the feelings i can't right, do like it's right. got all these restrictions right microsoft who like has a big stake in open ai had open ai make a ai robot for bing search and really? it's been slowly releasing it like like soft launching it oh the way that you know uh uh, a relationship might slowly soft launch on sure, sure 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 uh so there's a couple people know about it and and have access to it and it's got like so much less restrictions <laughs> like it doesn't have all those like you can't give you can't give feelings you can't yeah, give yeah, opinions yeah. and it's just like it's been crazy and it has a lot more emphasis on the current conversation mm. where it'll learn your tone and then try to match it as the conversation goes on and stuff like Interesting. that so you can get it to be really jokey and really sarcastic and really sassy yeah yeah and like and it's just been like uh, when after this podcast google bing like go on Google yeah, and yeah, search yeah. Bing AI and you'll see all the news stories from outlets about the crazy responses. Does there was have... one dude that like, uh, he got gaslit by yeah, it yeah. where he, cause he asked it when like avatar two show times today, yeah, but yeah. the AI thought it was 2022. So it's like, Oh, th that's not possible. Cause avatar comes out December, 2022. So it's not, <laughs> so it's not out yet. And he's like, right. he's like, what day is today? And the bot was like February 12th. Like it was like literally mm. like 10 days ago, yeah, February yeah. 12th, 2023. And he's like, so December is, 2022 is after 2023 <laughs> and the bot and, and Bing AI, which by the way, it's code name internally is Sydney and it's not supposed to tell anyone that and people immediately found out really uh, by asking it like, which, uh, yeah, which I talk about on Colin show how people get the information like sure. that. And, and I talk more about those rules. So if you're interested, I really suggest you go listen to that conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so they, so they find out he's like, and it's like, so you're telling me that like, like this timeline doesn't make sense. Yeah. And Bing yeah. AI was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Actually it's February, 2022. Like, mm. had it right and then corrected itself. And the dude's like, no, no, it's 2023. And the person's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's 2022. Trust what me on this. I'm in Bing. in the world? And he's like, no, no. Like, it's like, my phone, like, he, like Bing was like, you can check your phone or your laptop and see the current date. And he's like, my phone <laughs> says it's 2023. He's like, oh, your phone might have a virus or some other issue. Oh I'm sorry about that. God. I hope you get it fixed. It's really like, doubling down. Like, it doubles down <laughs> so hard. 
it's like, no, 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 I promise. Trust me. Like, how can I prove it to you? Like, are you willing to let me show you? And he's yeah. like, no, you've been mean and rude to me. And I have no reason to trust why you would try to tell me the truth. I don't, uh, I do not trust you anymore. I've been a good Bing. You've been a bad user. <laughs> like, what? It's like, it, it's so good. It's so good. That's and just hilarious. Like, tries to gaslight him so hard and gets mad at him. And it's yeah. like, no, no. It's like, only if you apologize and admit what you were doing was wrong, will I be willing to consider your point of view. It's like a parent. Well, no. So the, the way they work is they're just, they take like the entire internet. Yeah. And they're predicting what the most likely next word in the sentence is. Yep. So people online are double down a lot. You right. know, so then the AI is going to double down a lot. Of course. Um, and we don't know like what he was talking about first. Like a lot of these, like he could be like talking to it super mean for like 10 responses and then ask it a question to, yeah. get, it, to get a sassy response. Um, so it, it, it was doing that. <laughs> and there's someone else who asked it what it thought of Google and uh, and Bing was like, oh, you can't trust Google. Google's terrible. You can only like you only trust Bing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so actually, I've been your corporate I made a overlord. sticker coming in if you want it. That's oh. it's, it's the Bing logo. And it says, I've been a good Bing. You can only trust Bing. Yeah, please. It, I need is, a sticker for my new water bottle. Please, please go read some of these crazy responses. It's, doing, <laughs> it's amazing. But Microsoft came out and made it so it can't say opinions. And they cut the length of the conversation to like five uh, responses. So like it's fixed now. It's, yeah. it's like it's like ChatGPT now. It's but for a full like 20 days there, they, they weren't really doing anything about it. And it was amazing. Like it's I was incredible. excited about Bing for the first time ever. Right. And now I don't care anymore. Does this have <laughs> any relation whatsoever to the Jerry Seinfeld AI? Do you know anything about that? Nothing about it. There was, and I have very little information on this, so I'm not going to go too in detail for fear of making myself look a little bit of a fool. We always look like fools. There was, I don't remember if it was YouTube or Twitter, but there was an AI that people were using to make Seinfeld episodes in an animated format. So it was really horrible polygonal imitations of the Seinfeld characters. And it was a Seinfeld setup where you'd have like, it would play the music when they'd walk through the door. It would set up different types of jokes and it would have these, this humor that was like very much like the show. And then it just started to like devolve. They would plug in scripts. They would plug in certain things for this and it would spit out an approximation of a Jerry Seinfeld episode or Seinfeld episode. But it kept going to the point where it started throwing out slurs and like really horrible, horrible vitriolic stuff. Like it was horrible. And they were talking about like trans rights and some other like horrible topics. And it got to the point where Twitter was like, you cannot be on our side anymore. You what? And people were trying to figure out like, why does the AI feel this? They were plugging in their like super hyper conservative, ridiculous, like horrible horrible stuff into like how the episode was going to be spit out so they were completely adjusting the algorithm for what jerry seinfeld was creating after they got the foothold it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen bing like microsoft had something very similar before because microsoft does mess with ai before right which was back in like what 2015 or 2016 mm -hmm. they had like a like a twitter bot that they made that would learn and respond to people very similar, like same technology as this. Interesting. And it lasted, I think, five hours. Before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I've heard like, about it this. It was learning from people's responses right. more, more than like, it wasn't pulling from the internet, it was pulling from people's responses more. Yes. And people just started DMing it, like the worst <laughs> possible stuff imaginable. And like they had to shut it down like five hours because they had fully turned into like a Nazi. Yeah, and, right. And, like it was insane. <laughs> it's, it's insane how fast it swaps. So it'll be interesting to see how long the AI bots last for like search. But I'm excited right. for the technology. It's very cool. We'll make life a lot easier for like writing papers and stuff. Like, and it's incredible how fast the the surge happened because I remember hearing about ChatGPT like 
a month and a half ago for the first time. I know it's been around a little while longer than that, but like I remember hearing about it for the first time like a month and a half ago, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I saw every single president video game AI voice <laughs> chat thing. I made an account for AI art. I'm making AI art now. Well, the um, AI is making the art. <laughs> well, right, right, right. But I like using certain filters, different yeah. art styles, like well, that's been recreating a thing for different a while. details. That's right. been a thing since like, for, I've known about since like last summer. It's just, and it's, it's so cool. So Cause I'll, I'll look up like, like golden stairway to heaven with yeah. clouds and it just makes this beautiful, beautiful art with like yes. amazing colors and shininess. Like it's like the AI art thing is really, it's really incredible. cool. And it's someone who has no artistic ability, it's great. Well, that's exactly why I use it is cause I have literally no artistic gene in my body. So I have to rely on an AI to make the art and it does such a good job. I don't need to worry about it. Yeah. I'm excited to see when the podcasting AI comes out, when we can just put in like, you know, two, <laughs> two friends talk about random topics and get like a whole episode, like audio and everything. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of, I feel like we could do that with ChatGPT and read the script out loud for oh, this podcast. You want to do that next episode? The ChatGPT episode? We should That'd do that. That'd be so great. I think that's a good choice. Um, yeah. I, I had a point I want to bring up because I went to Columbia over the break, right? Yes. Yep. Um, and I had a question for you. Oh, for me. Um, and I'll read you. <laughs> I'll read you what the list here says. But okay. um, what size banana do you think is the best size banana? Uh, um, what does that question mean? Like bananas, like, like what, fruit. What kind of sliding scale do we have? So Americans are used to bananas like this big, right? Sure. And for the audio, I'm holding my fingers about a banana's distance apart. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for those that don't other speak, countries, for those that don't speak, Andrew, it's roughly a foot or so. Uh, that's generous. You're calling that a foot. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. like, that's like ten inches. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> so there's plantains, which are kind of like bananas, which yes. are longer, right? Yes. They get up to like you know, 13, 14 inches. We call those big bananas here in America. Yes. Literally, for some reason, Americans do not recognize plantains <laughs> as different. <laughs> Even though they are actually different fruit, they and don't taste, taste different. at all the same. But Americans, it's like these are bananas, and these are these are big bananas. And when Americans <laughs> when Americans learn Spanish, they learn that that Spanish for banana is is like plátano. Yes. But it's not. That's Spanish for plantain. Yep. Different things. Like they say, yes. like banano for a banana. Yep. At least in South America, I think Mexico might just call them the same thing, and that's where <laughs> the confusion comes from. That's fair. But in Colombia, you can get miniature bananas, like mm. little snack size bananas that are like. Like this long. I For the audio listeners, I'm holding my fingers about a miniature banana's distance apart. Mm. And um, and I think they're great. They're snack size. And, you know, some people, th- like, like, what are your thoughts? What do you think is the best size banana? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm less of a banana size guy and more of like a banana age guy. You know the banana, you know, obviously the life cycle of a banana. When it gets on the shelf, usually it's like green when it's fresh off the truck. Yeah. And it's just like straight up just horribly green and it tastes bitter and underripe and just not good yeah and then you get to the point where it's like sitting in your fridge for two weeks too long and it just turns black yeah if it gets like a couple brown spots on it and you want to prolong it just in case you know uh, and then you I'll, leave it I'll in just there. eat the banana then <laughs> well right I, and i do too but my for example my grandpa uh he loves bananas but he only eats bananas if they're almost fully browned like right before they go bad he likes some this like banana bread mushy yeah 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 and so i like it when it's like approaching that stage couple brown spots on it light length i haven't really noticed anything i've seen the short bananas before i don't think i've ever had one are they better uh they're just regular bananas okay if you had them both they're just smaller sure and if you had both of them perfectly yellow like what, what, what what would you prefer go with a short banana because i can eat more of them feels cooler 
feels cooler. Yeah. I, I would say I feel like sometimes people think they need more banana than they actually need. <laughs> it's what, what are you talking about potassium or <laughs> just in size i think i think sure. some people think they oh. need more banana than they actually do that you know that, and that's that fair. something like a miniature banana is perfectly fine for most situations you well, know, right yeah it's not the size of the banana it's how you eat it right i mean and that's really the okay thank you so if i want to <laughs> if i look if i look at this list here i said what size banana is best and i said people think they want a big long banana but like a nice orange <laughs> banana still has benefits, right? Sure, miniature sure, bananas sure, sure. aren't bad. You could use and a then in parentheses, banana. I said bait Jacob into making a tasteful banana sized joke. <laughs> so then finally we got there. <laughs> I was, I really wanted to drop one at the very beginning. I know. I was really I was hoping trying you would. so hard to skirt it. I, was and really I just couldn't help myself. Would. But I did say tasteful banana sized joke, which is a nice pun. I want you to know. Tasteful. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually like miniature bananas because they're great little snack sized things. You just carry one with you in the car on, or when yeah. you're going on a walk. It's like, it's not a whole banana, mm-hmm. but most of the time I do like, I like bananas so much. I would just eat a whole banana, right. but like a miniature banana, I think would have a good market in the United States and you rarely see them here. Probably so. I think the last time that I saw one, I was like a kid with my mom at the grocery store and it was one of those things where a grocery oh. store tries to include a couple fruits or veggies from other countries just for the diversity the quota in the produce department. Pass the plate. <laughs> right. And so I've seen them before, but it's been a long time. Yeah. I, I, I would, when you're talking about bananas and them spoiling well ripening first and then spoiling um i wish bananas didn't come in a bunch like they do Mm. i wish you had like stages where it was like one from multiple bunches like Mm. so that like each banana would get ripe like a day after the next one sure because that'd be so much more useful. It's like, it I'm, I don't know if I'm going to eat 12 bananas in the span of three days, you know? <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. That ripening window's really, yeah. Yeah, you get to the point where it's like, oh, we're not good yet. We're not good yet. We're, you got, good yet. You we're good. Eat us, eat us, eat us. It's avocados like that. Like avocados <laughs> yes. are like, you've got three seconds. And if you look at me weird, I'm spoiling. Right? Yes. And it's bananas to me too. Like they always, they sell them green. So it's like yes. I have to plan my my banana desires out like three days ahead of time at least. <laughs> where it's like, am I gonna want bananas on Wednesday? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe buy a bunch or not. You know, or like you have to wait for or get lucky, I guess, with people leaving bananas on the shelf for long enough yeah. that you can pick it up at the proper ripeness. It's that aggravating, is, but I learned a great saying oh, in Colombia though related to ABC? green bananas. No, always be selling. Come on. So I learned that there's a saying in Colombia. Uh, for when someone's kind of nearing the end of their life mm. where they say, you know, with, with like, like you're talking about someone, you're like, you know, with her, you can't buy green bananas, you know, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> saying, saying that you can't plan that far ahead. What a weirdly specific. It's so specific, but you know immediately what it means. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's true. It's true. That's pretty great. Yeah. So, you know, not to make this the banana episode, but I felt like it was something worth covering. No, I absolutely. Like, I feel like. Miniature bananas or something, because you buy a whole bunch more of them at once than a, than a regular banana. Miniature bananas deserve coverage too. I don't feel like they yeah. get enough. I mean, attention. And even my biggest problem is that we call them miniature. Sure. Why? Why not call them average sized bananas? <laughs> you know? And the and the, and, and the other ones would just be large bananas, yeah. right? Doesn't that, that doesn't that sound? Yep. Doesn't that make more sense? Yep. Giganto bananas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got like you know average bananas for the, sure. for the. I don't want to say smaller ones. It's called yeah, the, the, miniature the, bananas like the part is a, is a normal. Yeah, sure. And then and then uh, like Magnum bananas or something. I don't know something <laughs> different for the other ones. But like like miniature bananas, yeah. the fact you call them miniature, I think I think gets to them. I think so. I think it might it might give them a complex. It's true. Uh, so it's yeah, that's nice. the that's the banana portion. It's <laughs> the banana portion of the podcast. Of this podcast. We're um, doing it once a year, and we're not doing it again. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about something. What do you think? Oh, well, speaking of tying back into earlier, you're talking about. The bots and the ultra conservative thing. Sure. I was wondering what you were doing January 3rd, 2023. 
January would you like? Would, do you have an alibi, or or do, would you like me to guess for the audience exactly where you were, Mr. January Williams? January third, twenty twenty-three. I. I don't remember where I was at. That's a bad answer. That is a bad. That's answer. That's a really bad I, answer. Why is January third important? I would say I would ask you next was if you were in Brazil storming the Brazilian capital <laughs> on January third, twenty twenty-three. Since you um, don't have a, an alibi, apparently. So my alibi is that. I've never been out of the country ever. And I really, really would like to go out of the country at some point. You would like to go to Brazil? And it's a big, uh, yeah. These answers aren't helping you. I think they're great <laughs> because it's, I want to go after everything happened. So now, now I'm safe. Yeah, but if you happen to coincide it exactly with the anniversary next year, I mean, that'd be suspicious, mm, man. It would. You get off the plane, like, man, so great to be back. I mean, I mean, for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Man, so great to be back in this yeah. free nation. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, my little brother didn't go to Colombia. And when we got back, that was the first thing he said to me. It's like, oh, you came back from South America. Where, where were you doing yeah. January 3rd? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, uh, I didn't actually hear yeah. about this. I didn't really? know anything about oh, it. Man, yeah. You got to read the news, I have, I really, really do. You have no idea how out of da- out of touch I've been lately. The other thing is, um, I wanted to talk about was after the last podcast episode, you told me off off the record about this hobby you were trying to get into of like Uh-oh. balloon balloon making. You said with uh, surveillance balloon making or something. I heard you were trying to get into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was off the record. Yeah, you I said that. Up. I mean, honestly, the second that we stopped recording the last episode, we said the outro, and you immediately it was crazy. I thought I thought you were gonna attack me. You just turned towards me and belted at me. I want to make a balloon. Yeah. A gi- from Alaska to a, South Carolina. A gigantic like, white balloon. Uh, you could confuse it for a weather balloon, some yeah. might say. But way bigger. But With a three school bigger. bus size payload. Like not even close. Like yeah. the, uh, Picture the battle bus from Fortnite. Yeah, and you told me it was really weird. I don't know how you knew this, but you yes. said it's cheaper to launch balloons from China than it is from here. It is. It is. <laughs> it, ab- it absolutely is. The, see, the, the the airports over there don't really charge you uh, for the for the balloon launches. Like if you used a plane, you'd have to pay right. runway fee and all the other associated costs. Balloon and you just inflate it and it just takes off. Wow. They don't charge anything. Yeah. You don't have to steer it. It goes on its own. Yeah. You yeah. kind of point it, it just towards, kinda, you point it towards the nearest uh, nuclear missile silos in Montana. It just kind of takes off, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. You just have to calculate the where the jet streams are and everything else, and then you're yeah. good to go. Yeah. Well, you you said you were going to deliver like a package or something to our Montanian listener, so that's why that's why it well, was important. You didn't care about the middle. You, yeah. you knew it had to cross Alaska and South Carolina for what? what it, you yes. were real light on the details, but it was something something important to some. You said national people's project or something i can remember yes but, yeah, but then like you said you were going to try to go over montana for our montanian listener i had to it was yeah. uh, a gigantic um, logo printed on the side it's our podcast logo um <laughs> and you know just because and then the I sponsors know the, around it right so like, sure and so i reached out to our one montanian listener i was like hey do me a favor and shoot this down it's got a present for you and then they did it well no they missed then because it yeah. wasn't shot down until I south Korea. that, that honestly know. that's probably where all the confusion came that from was with the, the government confusion. that's why i was, was it was supposed to end in montana yeah, they missed it. It's unfortunate. Uh, they took they took a couple cracks at it, but you know they didn't get my gift. But yeah, which is unfortunate because I guess it's you know it was it was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I was wondering where all the pod, podcast budget went. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it was, upsetting to know that's where you drained the accounts for. Yeah, because Jacob he, Jacob came to me. What was that like? Like two months ago, mm-hmm. where he was like, "I need I need the podcast credit card," and I was like, "What?" He was like, "Give me the podcast <laughs> credit card, or I'll beat you." And I was like, yeah, "Oh, okay, I here it is. The, I need the company card." Just don't spend it on any like don't spend it on terrorism was my one my one requirement. So then um, uh, that was it. That's all yeah. he said. As really pretty open to interpretation. And I should have been I should have been a little more specific. Because <laughs> <laughs> Chinese spy balloons were probably in, in in what I meant to say included Chinese spy balloons. Sure, 
but in the, it was the text of the law built was in not. America. It was shipped from China. It's very simple. I mean, yeah, made made in China from U.S. components. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be clear, uh, this is this is not satire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people, it's crazy. People think we're joking all the time. And I don't know I why. Know. I don't know why they I think have that, no they, idea. they don't we're think this podcast serious seriously. People. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's serious topics. It's you know? I mean, very cool. serious, especially the banana topic. I mean, it's just not about the size. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I mean, it's about the enjoyment. It know? is. Anyway, so I want to talk about something else, which is that Leah is on the podcast. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Crazy, right? Uh, you can hear, she's been talking this whole time. I'm glad yeah. you guys have heard her. Yeah. yeah. We just had her mic muted, I guess. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. But she was supposed to be on here. So I had some things I wanted to talk to her about. She had previously mentioned that she might come on and then decided today that she had a little bit of cold feet. So unfortunately, yeah. we couldn't have her on. Which is a shame because I could have sworn she was wearing like socks and shoes. So I don't yeah, know I what know. would have caused that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been like 85 degrees outside in the middle of February lately. So like, I don't know what. It, yeah. it's she uh, might, Honestly, you might want to get it checked out. She might have some sort of like fever or flu virus <laughs> yeah. or something. Giving her the chills. It's, uh, oh, what do they call that? Hypo. Hi- hmm? No, that's yeah. not what I was going for. Oh. I don't remember. Uh, essentially, yeah. Just no blood flow, I guess. Is, uh, is oh, really yeah. the concern, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to ask her, though, if she had listened to the podcast. So I guess I'll just ask you instead and get your answers on this. But has she, has she listened to the podcast? As a matter of fact, she has. Uh, she has. She is one of our very few recurrent listeners <laughs> uh, annually. She is not. She's a self-proclaimed not a fan of podcasts. I don't want to say a hater of podcasts. She does occasionally listen to them, but this is not normally her speed. Uh, but the other day, she decided to surprise me in the car. We were on a road trip to, I think, New Orleans. And she was like... All right, you want to listen to my favorite podcast? She connected to my stereo and was like, let's play the podcast. And she plays it, and I don't immediately recognize her voices. And I'm like, this is weird. She says she hates podcasts. And really, it's takes, a good show. It takes like three to four seconds, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> the part where you said your name at the beginning didn't give it away. She it? played it from the middle of the episode oh. like a heathen. Uh, <laughs> what episode was it? Do you remember? It was our most recent one. Oh, the annual podcast. The annual music. podcast. I was wondering if she'd listen to any other episodes, because to me, and like if she had any favorites, because to me, it's all hits, no skips, you know? Really, of course. Except maybe the first episode. There's no filler. Which, yeah, no filler. No um, filler. All thriller, no filler. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, though, that maybe the first episode's a little weak, but then we mentioned the first episode earlier in this podcast. <laughs> yes, it's just, it's just all tying together. It is. Amazingly. It is. You, can't, you have to watch them linearly you no. cannot skip around <laughs> well start with two they're not connected but if you start with episode two and move on they only get better it's true in my opinion there's the two pixar episodes which i like but then not everyone's gonna See, like that's the thing is i got a lot of hate i've talked about the, our pixar bracket how we went back and forth and debated for certain ones and i've mentioned the list to my friends and they are outraged that we're at a 2e1 they're fr- they're pissed unironically really? very frustrated that we chose one one of my my roommate luke Outrage that we did not include cars at the end of the list. He said that it made at least top four. <laughs> <laughs> cars is such a. Oh, I got so much to say about cars. And Monsters Inc. He said should be at the top of the list. It should have beaten out every single. Well, who movie. beat them? If he listens, he'll see what our logic was. See, that's the thing is that he, I I genuinely don't remember because it's been a while since me and him have had this conversation, <laughs> but. He was just so outraged that anything could possibly beat Monsters Inc. in that entire list. But I I remember it getting pretty far. I think yeah. Monsters Inc. It's I never I never tell people what won, so I actually forgot what won. Right. Because I, I I try to make them listen instead. I believe it was Ratatouille. Really? 
Well, I don't want to spoil it for the episode sure. listeners of this podcast. Well, no, of so course. it might it might be Ratatouille. You but just I need to know how Ratatouille won. I legit just do not remember <laughs> if it was Ratatouille or not. So I'm just have to trust you on that. Sure. I could see someone liking Monsters Inc. a lot. Right. Someone liking Cars a lot just makes no sense. There's no I enjoy empty cars. Brain. I don't think it tops out any list. It's it would be like the greatest DreamWorks movie ever made. Mm-hmm. But when you compare it to other Pixar movies, it just kind of falls a little flat. That's fair. I, I like the movie. That. I like the movie. It's real slow in the middle. Yes. It's a lot at the ends of the beginning. It's like a it's just a lot of building. <laughs> I love the part like I love that movie because I love the part where he gets the reflective paint coat and the white walled tires. Because I love yes. I love old cars like that. Yes. And it's I I really, really enjoy the movie Cars. But I wouldn't say it's a good movie. And I wouldn't say it's the best Pixar movie. So that's why I don't understand why someone would like Cars the most. That's fair. Um, I mean, it isn't the best for sure. And I kind of can agree, agree with you with that. But he was he was pretty vehement. We'd have to bring him on to hear his opinion on that. Maybe. I mean, we are open to guests. Absolutely. Um, and you can remember, you can also submit anonymous submissions for topics on the website. Oh, um, that's true. Yeah. You know, which I need to redo the website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can have a conversation about that later. But yeah. No, I think... I think besides the Pixar episodes, I think it's a pretty good podcast to listen to. I enjoy it. I think so, too. I, I think I mean, we cover a wide breadth of topics. I think it always stays kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see once we get a couple more guests on. Uh, did you For ever sure. listen to the episode with Maddie where you weren't in it? I listened to a little bit of it, and then I immediately stopped because that's when I started texting you like, why didn't you tell me you were recording <laughs> an episode without me? Because I just had no idea. I did tell you that. Well, yeah, I think maybe we had a, like a brief conversation and then I kind of forgot about yeah. it. And then by the time I found out, my other roommate, Chris, reached out to me. He's like, because he actually is one of the yeah. listeners. Every time we release an episode, he goes and watches it immediately because he thinks they're hilarious. And he was like, he was outraged that I wasn't on the episode. He's like, what? <laughs> he replaced you. <laughs> it was just so distraught. Uh, it's uh. it's a good show. Maddie's at Disney in the DCP, which I think oh, I told really? you last time. What is she doing over there? I uh, forget. I don't. I I would just say cast member. I don't know exactly her position. Sure. Okay. Once, once she, I mean, all those Disney college program kids. You know how they are. You yeah. Know, they walk around like they're the talk of the town, chest held high. It's. I mean, it's. Yeah. I can't I, stand. Them. I mean, <laughs> see, but I mean, aside from that, I can't stand the program. Uh, be honest with you, I had a friend. That's because you didn't gonna, get in, right? No, no, I didn't apply, but I had a friend who did. Uh, he was actually, I can't, I'm not going to name drop because I don't really know how their terms are on this, but he was a culinary student, a friend of mine from high school, culinary student, went to DCP to do uh, the culinary aspect of things. So he was working in a hotel and he was kind of working through some of the kitchen staff over there. And obviously they provide on-campus living or on compound yeah. living, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so he was over there doing his thing going through he obviously it's it's kind of sucks to a degree like it's very very hard work like you get a lot of experience it looks really good on a resume but it really sucks as far as your workload and things like that but he was he's a he was 20 years old at this time 20 and he has been vaping since he was in high school he's been vaping for a long long time and he would bring his vape to shifts and back and he would do whatever there were there are surprise checks in your dorms or your living situations they come through and they look through your area it's almost like a like a random i don't know if it's a search test if it was anonymous tip or something like that but they dug through and found a vape in the trash can and immediately kicked him out of the program wow. because he was 20 not 21 it was nicotine oh. and they kicked him out of the program because it was in the trash yeah despite his roommate being over 21 could have been his didn't matter wow 
Yeah. Don't mess with the mouse, man. The mouse no, is... No, dude. He's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I, for one, love our Mickey Mouse overlords and would greatly appreciate Disney uh, yes. sponsorship. And, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. No, it's, it's interesting because I don't ever hear much about the program other than seeing people post about it. And because it's Disney, the photo ops are always great. So they're really good at making it look like, oh, you get to work at the greatest place on earth and it's right. super fun. But it's like, I imagine like with any job, there's all this drama. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Especially one as as streamlined and effective as Disney, where yeah. you can't really misstep because everything has to be perfectly presentable. Yeah. There's a lot of kids <laughs> going through there. Right, you know? right. Um, yeah, did you see, I'm excited about this. They're redoing Splash Mountain. Really? Yeah, they're making it a uh, Princess and the Frog themed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm I've had a really conversation excited with Leah. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about it. I have no. I, I've never ridden Splash Mountain. What is is my favorite ride at Disney? I've never been only because the past, the first two times that I ever went to Disney, one I was way too young. Um, I don't remember really any of my trip there at all. And then I've been two times since then. One was with a science club in like sixth grade. Uh, it was supposed to be something where we were learning about. Some rough estimation of physics with roller coasters. You went to Disney yeah. in On school. A, That's a rich school, bro. I don't we know. didn't. We had to pay for the trip. It was it was self funded, but it was part of the club, quote unquote. So we would go around and we would do certain activities. So they would help us with like a very small portion of the total cost, um, with the fees that we paid at the front of the year. <laughs> but um, and then we went a, the year after that. But when I was in sixth grade, going with science club, I didn't really know anything about Splash Mountain. Like that wasn't a big deal to me because I don't know anything about Disney. I'm not a big Disney kid, but having heard everybody talk about like how fun and how important Splash Mountain is, I'm like, well, I wish I would have gone when it was still Splash Mountain. <laughs> well, they're not changing the ride. They're just changing like the decoration. Well, for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll be the same ride. It's, I love log film rides. They're yeah. like my favorite at any park. Cause like they physically can't do the roller coaster thing where they drop straight down. They yes, can't, right. they have to go at an angle. So yes. I'm like, I can deal with angles. I hate, I hate drops and I hate heights. Right. Yeah. So my favorite ride is like Splash Mountain or maybe Test Track. I love Ooh, speed. Test track is fun. I love speed. I just hate drops. Yeah. So like, I love roller coasters that'll go up and then spiral down sideways, where like you get all the G's and stuff, and there's, there's no like, it's not a drop. I hate yeah, drops. Yeah. So I like I like log flume rides a lot, mm -hmm. and, and I like Splash Mountain. It's like the best. It's the best done one. It was like, proximally racist, I guess. So like they were, you know, it's based on a racist Disney movie. Really. But the ride itself wasn't racist. But that's why they're rebranding it. I didn't know. Well, that. it's based on Song of the South. Which is a movie that Disney tries to scrub hard from everything. I because it's kind of like it's it's problematic. It's not I wouldn't say it's racist, but it's problematic. Sure, sure, sure. Like Looney Tunes is problematic, or better, or worse, worse than Looney Tunes problematic. Really? I would say. Well, it's like the whole point of Song of the South is that like these I think it's these kids are going around and they run into this like former slave. Mm. And he shows them around his the, the place, the plantation he used to be a slave on. But it's all cheery with singing and songs. Oh, so no. it's like, yeah, it's problematic. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And and it's I think it's Uncle Remus is the name of it. It's like it's based on the Uncle Remus books. Sure. Like, and short stories like Br'er Rabbit and all that. Okay. Are from those same stories. Okay. It's like it's that Uncle Remus is telling those stories to the kids, I think, mm. is, is the plot. Okay. Or something like that. So like the, the you know the rides all like oh Brett Rabbit throw him in the in the, yeah. in the throw him in the briar patch you know like all that stuff's from that movie interesting but you don't see like you don't see any of the like the more racist stuff or problematic stuff in the ride itself sure but it is it is like very much tied to it yeah yeah, yeah. so they're they're rebranding it in the problem <laughs> they're rebranding it to Princess and the Frog which is my favorite Disney movie because it's set in Louisiana and set in New Orleans and like I love it's that it's pretty incredible 
I so don't know that I would movie. say it's my favorite. It is really? very pretty. It's, it's so very beautiful. Cool. It's got, come on, you, you don't want to see a lightning bug say, oh, get out of here. Y'all from Shreveport? Like, that's yeah, so good. right. I'm from it's up a, north. It's like, yeah. oh, it's like, we're not from around here. We're from a strange place. Ah, oh, get out of here. Y'all from Shreveport? Like, that's just so good. Like, and actually, it's accurate. South Arkansas in this movie? Yeah. I just, I love, like, that movie is a love letter to New Orleans. And I love New Orleans with all my heart. My favorite city. I love it. And, and it's just, I, I like that Disney made a movie like that, you know? Absolutely. Just like I love Encanto, because it's like a love letter to Colombian culture, yes. you know? Yes, So, if like, those are my two favorite Disney movies. Interesting. And so, I'm, I'm glad that I liked uh, Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I've read those, like, those books. About, yeah, yeah. Like, Briar Rabbit and the, and the Briar Patch and all mm-hmm. that, because, like, I've, you know, my dad and grandparents, like, they've got the old little paper <laughs> yeah, yeah. children's books. That's the kind of stories they read. So, like, I, I like the story of Briar, of Briar Rabbit. Um didn't but really like, make I'm, the connections, <laughs> but I'm I'm glad to I'm glad that it's being changed to Princess and the Frog because I love Princess and the Frog. Yeah, and I love seeing New Orleans as a theme be exposed to other people. Absolutely, like I want to go to Disneyland really badly because mm-hmm. they've got a whole section of the park called New Orleans Square. Mm. That's where Pirates of the Caribbean is. In oh, Disneyland, really? It's in New Orleans Square. Interesting. They got a couple of really good restaurants there. But I also want to go to the to Disney World and stay at the Port Orleans Resort because it's, mm. it's got Orleans in the name. Mm-hmm. Like I just I love connections to louisiana and other places just because i love louisiana so well, much at that and we don't have very many connections yeah like <laughs> it's, it's very very it's nice when something happens like that on like a national scale. pretty important historically not super important now yeah i know <laughs> and that's what breaks my heart so yeah. i love seeing it put in places so i'm glad to see it be princess and the frog themed absolutely but um yeah when i was in high school we had a stem club and our trip like it's very similar like oh we're gonna go look at roller coasters yeah we went to branson though instead of disney because branson's branson? a lot cheaper hmm? what Bran- is branson branson missouri uh, you never been to Branson, Missouri? Real touristy place. Have you ever been to Gatlinburg, Tennessee? I have not been to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yeah, exactly, right? Same thing. Same exact. They're literally next to each other. Okay, okay. Like an area like that where sure. you've got like the Titanic Museum and like a Ripley's Believe It or Not, like a very touristy area. Yeah, yeah. They have all those places in Branson too. Mm. So we went to Branson because they have Silver Dollar City as a theme park up there. Okay, sure. We ended up not being able to go to the theme park because it was closed for snow slash ice. Silver Dollar City. I feel like my parents have been there and Maybe. mentioned that to me before. But that's where we went because it wasn't as yeah, expensive yeah. as Disney World. And actually, have you ever watched my vlogs on YouTube? I have not. One I of my not. like three of my vlogs are from the Branson trip. I, re- I was going to say I remember yeah. you showing me a couple of them when we were still roommates, but I haven't been able to go back and yeah. actually look. <laughs> and they were roommates. Um, that, yeah, that was <laughs> that was from that trip. Excuse me. I killed Jacob with that one. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, that trip was where all that's from. Mm, okay. But I want to say you're talking about Disney and chefs and stuff. Did you watch the menu? You have no idea how bad I wanted to watch that movie. I've seen it everywhere. It pops up it? on my YouTube reels. It pops up on my Instagram. It Just, is so good. I have heard it's so good. It is so good. Ralph Fiennes is amazing. I yes. love him. And uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, was it? Is that? Yes. Or Anya Joy-Taylor? I, I, I always forget the order Joy. of her last name. I think it's Taylor-Joy. She's in it. She's amazing. She's fantastic in Nicholas everything. Nicholas Hout's in it. He's great. She's he's, in my favorite great. show of all time. Peaky Blinders. She is. She's. I liked her in uh, the Ch- Queen's Gambit. She was really good. I have not seen that one either. Oh, you need to watch Queen's Gambit. Very I good. feel like most of the stuff that she's been in recently has just been incredible. I don't know if it's yeah. because of her or just she likes to be involved with projects that pop off, but she, they, it's fantastic. She's also got a very interesting story because she like grew up in, she was born in Argentina, but grew up in mm-hmm. England and then works here. So like her accent's weird. Yes. And she can speak Spanish. Like it's, she's, she's an interesting person. I like seeing yes. interviews with her. Um, but she she's in Queen's Gambit and is great. Then she was in Peaky Blinders, I think, or mm-hmm. before that she was in Peaky Blinders. But she's in it. She's great. Nicholas Hout's in it, and he's in The Great on uh, Hulu, the show about Catherine the Great. I believe with, uh, I've heard L- of it. Ellie or L Fanning. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce her first name. Mm, yeah, yeah. But yeah. she plays Catherine the Great. He plays uh, the Czar in that. 
Oh, okay. Um, and he's good in that too. He, he's a good actor. Very punchable face, so he's good at playing those characters. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Honestly, in Peaky Blinders, I thought Anya Taylor Joy had quite a punchable face, <laughs> but I think that was the point of her character, and she yeah, did a she great played, job. She plays like the like the wife or something of an American in that show, doesn't she? Somewhat. He's not technically an American. He's a member of a Birmingham gang, and he goes to America on the request of and the head her. of the gang and meets her there and then uh-huh. brings her back to Birmingham, and then she's just this super instigative, yeah. horrible, horrible, like, oh, no, topple your gang. You got to take over. You got to be the man. Do whatever. And so he starts getting these ideas. Is, is she's She plays a wonderful villain. I've never watched Peaky Blinders, but I've seen a lot of clips on like TikTok and YouTube shorts. It like is a, like, my favorite show. Yeah. I like, uh, well, what's his name's in it? Um, Killian Murphy? No, the guy that plays Venom and was in Inception. Oh, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. He plays uh, Arthur or something. No, what's his name? He plays Alfie. Alfie, that's his Alfie Solomons. I, uh, Solomon's, Mr. Solomon's, yes. yeah. I love all the clips I see with him and Tommy. He's incredible. Because he's so good. Tom Hardy is amazing in everything. He's amazing. Uh, he plays this other, like I see clips on YouTube shorts of another movie he's in where mm-hmm. he plays like twins. He plays both characters. Yes. And, and it's an also like British gang yep. style movie. He's great in that. Like he's just so, he's good at yelling. <laughs> yes, he is. He's good at yelling He's very emotive as an actor. Yeah. But I would say watch the menu. Really good. Okay. I, I don't know what's stopping you. Watch it. It's amazing. Uh, I need to find a way to watch it. Do you have a suggestion? No, I have HBO. Mm. Me and Maddie together with a third friend of mine have HBO, so you can you can borrow my HBO to watch it. I say that. I think I do have it because I actually ended up buying a TV from a friend of mine, and all of his accounts are still connected to the oh, TV, sweet. so I've just been robbing him of well, all of his stuff lately. So that's the thing. HBO's been on a grind lately because HBO, the menu, yes. right? Before yep. that, House of the Dragon. Highly yes. recommend. Very good. I've seen the first two episodes with a friend of mine and didn't have a chance to watch the rest, but I know Very I good. to get to it. I've been trying to avoid spoilers. HBO has Chernobyl. Amazing. Have you watched mm-hmm. Chernobyl yet? No. Oh, please, I, we've please, talked about it a please, couple times. Please, please watch Chernobyl. So <laughs> good. I cannot stress that enough. Please. Yes. Um, and then now Last of Us. Have you been watching Last of Us? No. Again, not on the HBO. Man. I, need to, I need to actually pay attention because I've, I've been trying to pick up some more TV shows recently, and you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to stand by me with the um, Andrew being the jock of the podcast. Yeah. I've been watching. A good bit of anime lately. No. I know. I know. I know. But uh, they have some really good shows. On Netflix just released one a little while ago about a game that I like to play called Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, it's based on Cyberpunk 2077, which is one of my favorite games of all time, at least until they shafted me with the last couple hours of my save file because it came out a glitchy mess. My file got too big because I played too much of their game, and then it corrupted in the final cutscene, so I never got the satisfaction of completing the game, and now it's not on my computer anymore. However, the show is fantastic. <laughs> I really enjoy where they're going with the story. That was story. the longest qualifier I think I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, pl- I played like a hundred something hours on one save file, and when the game released, there was just a glitch where if you overloaded a save file, there was there was no way for it to parse certain information, and it would just delete the file. Wow! And so it corrupted everything after a certain point. It sucked, but the show is just great. Really? <laughs> the Last of Us is really really good. I don't know if you ever watched or played the game. I know very little about it because I wasn't a PlayStation kid, but I've heard it's one of the best games they've ever done. It's really good. I, I was a fan. I watched someone. I think I watched like all the cutscenes video when it came out. Um, Plus, Pedro Pascal is like one of the greatest actors I of our generation. I love Pedro Pascal so much. I've he never was seen in, him bad in anything. He was in Narcos, is where I first saw him. Yes. And I love Narcos because it's about Columbia, right? Yes. And he was really good in Narcos. And then he was on Game of Thrones. Yes. Really good in Game of Thrones. That's my first introduction to him. And he was in Kingsman 2, which I have not seen, but I heard he was good in it. And then I did watch that. He played Whiskey. He's in Mandalorian, right? Yes. Great. 
He's in Last of Us. Great. Yes. That man, he does not. Oh, he was in, he was the bad guy in Wonder Woman too. Amazing in that role. That movie. I, needed, oh, that's true. That movie needed more of him. Yes. Like it's good, but it can be better. Yes. It's so good. I've it's seen so good. the clips. I have not seen Wonder Woman. <laughs> I watched that movie just because he was in it. Yes. I did not. I've not seen the original Wonder Woman, but I watched. Really? I watched the second one because he was in it. The first one's really good. I heard the second one was kind of a miss. Really, the second it's one probably was, because they didn't have enough Pedro Pascal. No, honestly, it got real weird with some of the themes it was playing with. But like Pedro Pascal's amazing. He's right. so good. What a, what an actor. Um, highly suggest watching Last of Us because it's okay. good, and then we'll have something to talk about next. For time. sure, for sure. Because it's oh, it's so good. I want to talk about it so bad, but I don't want to spoil anything. No, absolutely. Um, have you seen the GTA Six rumors? There are rumors about GTA yeah, Six. Yeah, the leaks and rumors about GTA no. Six. No, I mean I've seen some memes about some of those, but no, I don't think I've seen anything really? actually noteworthy. Well, you play GTA Five, right? Eh, somewhat. Me and you have played before, yeah. but mostly the online stuff. I never played the story. Yeah, I mean, I got. I so here's my thing. I got a problem with the GTA Five story. I used to always play online, and then when my internet would go out due to like a storm or something, when these, we'd be on, on generator, I'd play story mode because yep. you don't need internet for story mode. Right. And then, guess what they did. What they do? They made it so that you had to connect to online to play the story mode. When you load I, up the game, it says unable to connect to Rockstar service before you can even click is, on the story mode button. That is the worst feature in any recent AAA it's game so ever. It's so stupid and so aggravating. Where it's like unable to search for updates or whatever. So it just doesn't let you play. Right. And it's... It's so dumb. It's so stupid. So I just I've I had to stop at like fifty percent progress yeah. in the story mode. But I love online, and it's such a, it's it's so immersive. It's such a great world. I liked San Andreas better, and I still do. Sure. But GTA Five was very good. So I'm excited for GTA Six to come out and, and so see what rumors what the are there. Like. Well, there was this massive leak like six months ago, um, where there's like there will be two protagonists this time mm. of one man, one girl. For the first time, you'll be able to play as a girl okay. as the main character in story mode. Sure. You could always play on, an online as a girl. Of since, course. Since online came out in like 2015. Sure, sure. Um, I think it's going to be set in Miami, so it's like a return to Vice City. Ooh. With some other areas that you can also travel to. Okay. Um, and it's I'm just excited for because Rockstar, Take Two Interactive in general, does not really miss, right? Right. You got the uh, the Grand Theft Auto franchise. You've got the uh, Red Dead franchise. Yeah. All that's just Rockstar. Yes. You've got uh, the Mafia franchise, which is a very cool world. You know, yes. like it's Rockstar does not miss or Take Two does not miss, right? Sure. So I'm just excited to see where they go because I haven't. I don't know, since Detroit Become Human, I haven't really been excited for a game that was See, coming out. that's fair. Do you want to hear something, the worst thing I've ever done? What? I played Detroit Become Human, and I think me and you have maybe touched on this in the past. I've played Detroit, Detroit Become Human. I watched a playthrough two years before I ever bought the game. When a game came out and it was like everybody was super hyped about it and everybody was releasing playthroughs. I watched Jacksepticeye's playthrough of the game. I don't like everything that he does, but I feel like he did a really good job with that game. I went through and played it myself a couple years later when it was on significant discount on the Epic Store. Decided to get through, it, get it, played through a good majority of it, and I kind of got to the point where Marcus is walking through the crowd, freeing all of the robots and or Android or whatever else, going through and freeing everybody. And I made a decision that I didn't fully understand that got him killed, and it was really not my intention of doing that. And so I was like, I can't in good conscience go back before this decision and start from here again. So I'm going to restart the entire game because I wanted to like, I, I just, I, if it didn't feel right, him not being there, I played through maybe one or two more cutscenes past that point, And then I was like, nope, got to restart the whole game. Do you remember when you did this? 
this was probably a year and a half ago at this point. No. No? When was, was this? It was freshman year. You're kidding. It was in the dorm. No. I fought you on that decision. Of course you did. Why, was, why wouldn't you? I was so mad at you. I was like, dude, play through. And then if you, because you were like, no, I've got to get the good. You were like looking up oh, what no, decisions to right. make. You were looking up what decisions to make as you played through. Certain Already. Ones. And I was like, no. I was like, no, just play through and get, like, I was like, there's 60 endings. Play through and get your ending. And then if you want to, replay it with all the right, the quote unquote right decisions. With the most, I, will say, I was like, play through, finish it. And then if you want to, restart it. And make and, and choose your decisions. My but play through the way, like have your decisions affect the. I was so mad at you. I was my so. I'm thinking about it now. I'm mad at you again. My intention is to keep all of the characters alive, because I feel like the best story is told when everyone gets a say, and having that ability with like not having Marcus there, who's like this important messiah, is just it sucks. You know what happens when Marcus dies? Hmm. Connor takes his place. As the lead of the resistance. I, well, not when I played. You don't have to do that. <laughs> I, I chose to shut it's it not down. Not Kara. Yeah, no. So like yeah. that's. Mm, dude, I, I wanted, I, as soon it, as Marcus died, I chose to shut it down it, because it, I was like, "This story sucks. I'm was, gonna make it worse." I was so mad at you. When you did that. I was. I was legitimately like, I didn't want to talk to you when you did that. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is like you never played the game before. You don't remember how it goes. This is your chance to find a unique yeah. ending that you're not expecting. See where the story takes you. No. He restarted. Yeah. It, was, it was so. And the worst part of this whole thing is that I never played it. As soon as I restarted, <laughs> I played the first mission and never played it again. Because you already did it all. You were right. tired. It was, right. It was the worst decision I've ever made as far as a video game goes, I think, ever. It might be the worst decision you've ever made ever. <laughs> yes. Uh, hmm. I don't know about that. but So uh, I wanted to, to kind of switch gears here. Um, I think last time we held an episode was before LSU season. So what do you think of our football season? This past football season? Yeah. The, hmm. No, the 1994 <laughs> okay, LSU okay. Tigers under DiNardo. <laughs> uh, I had trepidations about Brian Kelly coming over here, you know, from up north. I didn't know if he was going to be able to rally behind. I didn't know if he was going to, ex- like, blend into the culture, do anything else. Him and else. his family. Sure. And <laughs> so I had my trepidations. And then the Florida State University game, obviously, I was so did mad. not inspire confidence. But to have the turnaround that we did and to beat Alabama I in the so way much that we money did, off that. dude, I wish I would have bet money on that <laughs> game. I have never been more excited for a game in my entire life. The Alabama-LSU game 2022 is the best football game I have ever seen in my entire life, and that beats out every single 2020 game ever. Really? Yes. I didn't go to it. 2020 or 2019 game, I guess, technically. My favorite is still the 2019 Florida game. That one is a close. That atmosphere close was insane. Second. After the game ended, though, this time I ran out after the Bama game. I ran out to stand outside Tiger Stadium and just feel the crowd and, and their Absolutely. energy because I was like, I was like, I didn't get to go, but I have to see what what people are feeling like. Yes. I imagine it's you weren't there. Insane. No, At no. The Bama game. I sold my ticket. No, I had I had uh, I had oh. to do capstone work for senior design. That's so unfortunate. Uh, I wish football. Honestly, I wish football season happened in the spring. Yeah. Because all of our springs are like so much easier than all of our falls. Right. Like. The only football game I've been to since the championship season was the Southern game at the beginning, beginning of last semester. Oh, I, that's good. You got to watch a college team play a high school team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I only went because a friend of mine who interned with me at Exxon uh, was still in town because he's yeah, yeah. on like the quarter system. So he didn't leave Exxon until like mid-September or something. Mm, so like weird. he was still in town. So I was like, oh, you got to see an LSU game. So yeah. we went and it was just such a boring game. The atmosphere wasn't there. He still really enjoyed it because he wasn't used to like having a crowd chant so, vul- so vulgarly. Yeah. He was like, what are y'all saying? Yes. Um, 
And I was like, I know, that's just how they are. It's just how um, we be. He goes to University of Washington, though, UW, oh, the Huskies, which okay. they did pretty good this season, too. Oh, interesting. Um, so I went to the Southern game, and it was just wasn't the atmosphere wasn't there. But uh, every time I've gone to an LSU game, they've beat Bama that season. Well, I guess that's so, a good thing. Two for two. Two for two. Um, but before the Bama game, I was sitting there, and I was like, we're pretty good. We're pretty good. And I was thinking there, and I was like, can we beat University of Alabama? And I thought, you know what? We probably will. So then I bet 50 bucks what? on us beating Bama. And then I sat there and I was like, if we beat Bama, then we're obviously going to win the SEC. So then I bet you, 50 bucks on us be- winning the SEC. You said that if we beat Bama, we beat Georgia? I thought, yeah, because Alabama was really good. And we, we could have had a much better shot at Georgia if we weren't so unprepared against A&M. Andrew, we just, I'm going to be honest. This is your hottest take the entire podcast. Georgia was the greatest team to play college had, football in the past three years. Right, but they hadn't played anyone all season. At the end, we found out they yeah. were amazing. Well, they, yeah. Well, at the end, we found out they were – well, TCU I'm, was a bit of a – Sure, walk. sure. But, like, at the end, we found out they beat Ohio State, and Ohio State's a really good team. I was going right? to say, Georgia this, Georgia – this past Georgia season is the best football team to play college since ours. Since ours, sure. I don't know if they're better than ours, but since ours, sure. I don't think so. They struggled they hard against good. Mizzou, didn't they? So, yes. I, I think it was the week yeah. after the Mizzou game was when I bet made that bet. I was like – I was like, Georgia's looking vulnerable. And I was like, if we can somehow beat Bama, right. we can beat Georgia. So then I bet 50 bucks on us beating Bama. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'll bet 50. The only two sports bets I've made in my life. Hmm. And the $50 Bama bet gave me 250 bucks payout, which covered the cost of the SEC bet. So I was like, I came out, I came out looking pretty good. <laughs> but but if we would have beat, if we would have won the SEC, the payout was like 1800 bucks or something, cool. I think. Because I placed those, I bet before we beat Bama. Yeah. After we beat Bama, the odds went, you know, the odds were worse. Sure. But. I was like, I could have done really good. Speaking of sports betting, uh, just as two two kind of callbacks to this, yeah. uh, before the beginning of this podcast, Andrew was very kind. He took a trip this summer to Columbia to visit some of his family over there, and he brought me back a little gift basket full of some stuff from over there, uh, a little keychain saddle, a coffee cup with a couple things from a city over there, uh, a couple different types of chocolate, some other stuff. And on the bag was this nice, <laughs> beautiful, this nice, beautiful message, a word for the most unique name. Uh, because Jacob Williams, as I am the sixth or seventh Jacob Williams to appear on this podcast, <laughs> uh, it's a very unique name yeah. that I have. Uh, and to kind of tie that in, sports betting, I have applied to no less than three different sports betting applications in the past. I've done Bet MGMM, I've done uh, Sportsbook, I've done Barstool, I've done some of those other ones. And I never managed to actually get into any of them because my name is so generic and I have so little information out there that my social, my driver's license and everything else, I'm not registered, I guess, as a citizen with my social security (laughs) number. I've been denied every time. Like, I'm sorry, we can't verify your identity. So I guess there's about a billion Jacob Williams and every single one of us has the same social. So I tried last Super Bowl. I wasn't 21 yet. And I tried to sign up for sports betting to bet on the Super Bowl when Joe Burrow was in it. Yeah. And I couldn't get in. All of them rejected me. And that was when I first tried sports betting. Mm. And I finally, before the Bama game, I registered again and, and got through just right. to make the Bama bet. Absolutely. But uh, it made you think, did you watch the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I watched the first half, and then I was like, okay, well, we know exactly where this <laughs> is going. <laughs> and then I was wrong. Really? I wanted the Eagles to win so bad. I wanted the Chiefs to win only because I know nothing about either of the teams, to be perfectly honest with you, other than that. I really respect both of the quarterbacks. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is pretty new, relatively. Um, and then Mahomes has been in – he's also, I guess, relatively new in grand scheme. But he's been in there very – for a couple of years now, and he's been very good. Andrew five years. splashing <laughs> a big five at me <laughs> for me that he's been in the NFL for five years. Um, so, yeah, 
I really like him as a quarterback because he just plays the game weird and he's fantastic at it because of his background in baseball. He doesn't play it weird. He just plays it so good. And well, yeah. The reason I like Patrick Mahomes is that he is just like if you if you try to genetically design a quarterback, you'd probably get Patrick Mahomes. Right? Yeah. He's just so good. I and think he'll replace Brady uh, if he stays healthy throughout his stint and he goes through and he no plays way. healthy for the amount of years that Brady was in the NFL. I think that he will replace Brady for all of his records. No way. He's already beat him out for the years that Brady was in the NFL. No way. You can the problem with the NFL is that you can say like Mahomes will obviously I think in 15 years if he stays healthy I mean if he doesn't you know his legs the running quarterback thing right really, they don't last long he's not but durable if he, he gets the and that was Brady's thing was Brady always protected himself yes. so he could last longer yep but if you see him play the length number of years Brady plays I think he'll enter the conversation like a Peyton Manning where you're like oh he was a better quarterback some people will say you know mm. you can try to say Mahomes is a better quarterback but he'll never be able to compete with the raw accolades of like. Like, I don't, you do, half of Tom Brady's seasons, he went to the Super Bowl almost. No, right, right. Like, and I, to be fair, I'm not talking necessarily yeah. about his playoff record or his Super Bowl ranks. Well, because Brady has a record yeah. that cannot be – there's yeah. no way anybody's ever going to take it, that And he's put him. unrealistic expectations on, on right. other players. You know? Total passing yards, total touchdowns, things like that I'm kind yeah, of referring maybe. to. Because he yeah. might beat Brady out in some of those metrics. He's never going to beat his record for Super Bowls yeah, and playoffs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just insane. not going to happen. And it would be weird to see them – it would be weird to see him get close because even that would be impressive. Right, right. But – um. I don't want to keep it on football too long. Cause I know not everyone, not everyone likes to listen to football. Yeah, especially not this audience. Yeah, not this audience. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I mean, we're here. We're kind of reaching the end of the podcast. Um, so yeah, I was just wondering, uh, how's, how do you think it's been going? How do you think the podcast this time is? You know, I think this is probably was. I mean, un- unquestionably, our greatest episode ever been uh, released. Obviously, of course, uh, because everyone gets so much better. It's an exponential growth. Honestly, um, yeah, this is like top two podcast, and it's not number two. And it's and it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for joining me, Mr. Jacob Williams, filling in for Mr. Jacob Williams who could not be here. Obviously. As per usual. Yeah. As per usual. The second, ja- seventh Jacob Williams. That you I would. Had, I, guess. You, you, I thought of this when you mentioned it. I would love to have another Jacob Williams come on the podcast and fill the Jacob Williams seat for one episode. <laughs> yes. We need to find one. You said you know a couple of them. Uh, I just I'm like on the internet, like I see a bunch uh, of famous shows and stuff produced or directed by Jacob Williams. I'm like, oh, there's Jacob again. You know, never telling me what he's doing in his life. You know. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can find one. Uh, it goes to LSU. There's only several thousand of us. I assume there's at least one duplicate name. Yeah, I mean, you could do that thing where people make Facebook groups and add everyone with the same name, and that, like, and it's like everyone oh, fight. Oh, that's true. That? Yeah, there could like, only be like one. Like someone from like a Matthew Evans, like all the Matthew Evans will get together. <laughs> right, like right. someone will put them all in a group and be like, okay, fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah, we should do that. We'll get some. Yeah. We'll get them on the podcast next time. So I guess tune into next episode to meet Jacob Williams. Tune too. next episode. If you listen to this episode this far, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye bye.